I'm like, God, I don't know what's about to happen next. I'm leaving my little safety bubble of Christianity or family. Um, man, just, just, just hold on to me. That's really just my prayer. Just hold on to me. Give me a group of guys that love you, that they also want to have fun. I, I'm, not, I'm not about this boring life. Mm-hmm. I want to have fun. Um, but just give me some guys who love you and let's, let's, let's make much of it. He's been faithful every step of the way. That was your prayer? Anyways, man, I'm here with my friend Daniel. What's up, what's up? Uh, tell us about yourself, man. Where are you man. from first? So I am from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, about 15 minutes north of Atlanta. Small town called Austell, Georgia. I guess it's growing now, but <clears throat> that's the stomping grounds. That's where all my siblings are at. Uh, family siblings are all in Atlanta, and then pretty much did life all up there. Grew up out there. Yeah. Um, high school, middle school, and then college is about 10, 15 minutes away. And then uh, made the jump to the Marine Corps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you we were, we're jumping right in. We're jumping right, we're jumping right. We're skipping yeah. past everything. Yeah. <laughs> we're jumping right in. Jumping right in. The Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. So you went yeah. from Atlanta to the Marine Corps. Pretty was much. was that the plan or? No, the plan was always to stay in Atlanta. Oh, for real. Live in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, go to flight school in Atlanta, and then um, just do life out there. Just because I loved it. Yeah. It's an awesome city. Um, and then graduate college and or. Graduation's coming up, and you're just like, oh, what's the plan? Then you start planning around, and you're like, man, I don't have that much money. (laughs) (laughs) And then you start looking at flight school, and you're like, dude, that's about $80,000. Oh, for real? I don't have $80,000. That's when the military came to school. They were like, we need pilots. And then next thing you know, I'm in the office signing my life away. Oh, man. And telling my dad, hey, this is what's coming up next. And then that's that's what happened. But what about the Air Force? They might have needed pilots too. <laughs> they did. They did. But I, I wanted the challenge. Yeah. You know, um, with, I just felt like, you know what, at my, on my deathbed, right, looking back, um, would I regret some things? And I was like, man, I'm still young. I still got the youth, vitality. Why not do the best or do the hardest? Do some hard things now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? um, and there was just something about the Marine Corps and how they treated people, I guess their people. I was like, let's, let's see if we can do this. Yeah. And then everything, you know, checked off, passed all the initial requirements, and I was out. Man. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I think about the Marine Corps, I'm like, man, that's they they don't really advertise. No, they don't have to advertise much, <laughs> you know. Just like, <laughs> just like brief 30-second commercials, that's it. You yeah. Know? And then outside of that, it's it's a calling, I think. Yeah. It really is a calling. Because you got to be a little bit crazy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You got to be a little bit crazy, a little bit wild. Um Cause not everybody, it's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did, did I ever tell you? I told, I think I told you about this, but I had a friend yeah. who was supposed to join. I think it was like the Air Force or something. Mm-hmm. And it was out of we. I went to a college prep school, so every most everybody went to college after. Yeah. And so he was like, "No, I'm not going. I'm, I got a." Uh, he was older than me, but he was like, "I'm not gonna go to college." I'm like, "Oh, why are you not going to college?" You know, yeah. that was weird. You know. And he said, "No, we should, I need to work." get money and um, I'm going to join the military. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. He was going to join the Air Force. I'm like, sick. Yeah. That's cool. I was like, they're offering him a good package, you know, good right, money, right. all of those things. Two months later during the summer, right, I'm going into my junior year. Yeah. He's graduated. I see him on the bus. I'm like, hey, bro, how you doing, man? <laughs> you, you ready to go to the Air Force? And he's like, not going to Air Force no more. I'm like, where are you going? He was like, Marines. Oh. I don't know anything about the military. I'm right, like, right. Oh, they offer you, but I know that you just told me right. that you needed the money, you need a better package, all those things. I said, oh, they offer you more money? And he goes, no, it's less money. Mm. I'm like, what are they giving you? Right, and he right. goes, pride. I said, yeah. bro, they <laughs> got you, dog. Yeah, they, <laughs> they got you, man. <laughs> but he ended up serving and he loved it. Yeah. And yeah. And he, 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 he didn't regret it. Yeah, okay. he didn't nice. regret it. He, yeah, he yeah. didn't go to full 20, I don't yeah, think, yeah. but he, yeah, he, he did a while in there. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, he said they offered him prize. Like, oh, <laughs> my man. I don't know. He probably saw the uniform and was like, you know what? That's a bad uniform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so probably, I'm do bro. It, I'm do it. Yeah, they, they ain't trying to be flashy at all. No, no, no. Man. But they, they pull the best out of you. Yeah. I mean, they, they break you down, but then they really do pull the best out of you and just make you think or just make you really believe in yourself, mm. you know? And that was probably the biggest thing. Like, you know, growing up, playing sports, blah, 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 you got to have some type of confidence, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think the hardest thing. <clears throat> And the most difficult thing was leading your peers, especially 
guys that are like you, girls that are like you, motivated, self-motivated, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I think that was probably the, the toughest challenge. And then get in there and then you're just like, hey, I can do this too. Mm. And then it just instilled this crazy confidence, you know. Um, sometimes it was a little too much, I think. But it was it was really cool to see it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you go from when, when I was in college. Yeah. I went from college. I graduated. Right. I got a job, and it was, uh, you know, just just a, I got a job. Yeah. And I was struggling mentally. Right. <laughs> just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. By the by, second week I was like, I just wake up and I go to work. <laughs> right. Yeah. What was it like for you transitioning? Because that's just mm. transitioning from college to a regular job. What is yeah. it like transitioning from college, like you were right, a right. student, yeah, right into the military? Oh man, it was it was rough to be honest. Right. I didn't do any. I was not coming from a military family. I was not into ROTC, not that people want to be, do ROTC, and like, no chance. You know, I want a normal life, right? Um, and then, you know, they try to prep you a little bit, and then you get thrusted in it. Man, nothing can get you prepared for that. Um, and so for me, it was rough, like, getting yelled at. I'm getting, I'm like, at this point, I, was, I started a little bit late. I was like 25, 26 mm, when I joined. Mm. So I'm getting yelled at by men who are only like five years older than me. Some of them even my age. I'm like, why is this grown man yelling at me, you know? Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we just kind of play the game. And then I knew at least that initial training wasn't going to last forever. And then later on is when the, the transition really happened when you're, um, you know, you make it to what's called the operating forces or whatever, right? You make it to the job. Mm-hmm. And then you just see, like, man, I got so much responsibility, right? Um, I think the tough part for me was just the, the sheer demand of everything. You got to be in the best shape of your life for the most part, right? Because you got people watching. I guess the big thing was just the eyes. You got so many eyes on you. Um, so there's pretty much very little room for excuses, right? So you got to lead your peers well. You got to lead your, um, whether it's troops below or, or above you well, uh, mostly below. Um, you got to lead yourself well. Um, and for me, thankfully, at that time, you know, I was single. And so it was easy to, well, still single, but it was easy to go through that. He's still single. <laughs> still single. Um, it was easy to, to go through that by myself. You, you know, might not be after myself. this, bro. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, life happens, right? Life <laughs> yeah, happens, yeah. right? <laughs> All 96 of my my subscribers will see this and you will have just <laughs> kicking down the door. So I don't yeah. know. Probably not. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... You had to lead yeah, yourself. Lead yourself. Yep. Um, and then I, you know, I would also see friends of mine who have to lead their families. I mean, you get off work and you're just mad exhausted, right? Mm. And all you want to think about is yourself. But then you got to go home and take care of your wife or your husband or, you know, your kids or whatnot. So I, I was really, you know, taken back by those guys and being like, man, I go home. I just want to sleep. I got room. I got time for two things. Either I'm going to cook something or work out and then go to sleep. That's all I really had time mm. and thing I wanted to do. So the transition was was tough, but eventually you get used to it. You get in the rhythm of things, but it does wear you down, you know? And then, you know, for me, thankfully being a believer that whole time, man, I think the, the biggest thing was just being like, man, I can, there's, there's a source I can tap into. Right. Um, cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where you fail. There's a lot of times you did really well. Um, but just for me in the hard times and in the good times, right. Just leaning back on Jesus was probably the biggest, mm. biggest thing that got me through. So yeah. you were, uh, you said you were a Christian at the time. Were you a Christian? Do you a Christian growing up or? So I was raised Catholic. Um, Hold uh, up. Yep. I didn't know that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Raised Catholic, you know, um, all the way from pretty much, man, earliest, as early as I can remember, all the way till I graduated high school. Um, public school my whole life until, well, not my whole life, until I got middle school, right? Sixth grade was public school. But, you know, did the whole thing on Sunday, but didn't really walk it out at all. And then my parents, who were big in education, took us out of the public school system. It wasn't as good where we were, put us in a private school. I go from all my childhood friends to people who don't look like me. They talk different. They act different. And I was like, where where am I? You know, I don't want to be here. Um, And so we ended up staying at that school for the next pretty much from middle seventh grade through 12th grade. And it wasn't it was my eighth grade year where I was like, I guess I'm not leaving. So let's see what this place is about. There's a private Christian school. And then. Um, that's where, you know, started playing sports really even big time there. And then, um, crazy story, but Marshall football team, you know, the plane crash that happened years ago. Yeah. Um, one of the surviving players on that team came and spoke to our team, shared his testimony, shared just like his walk, his life before Jesus, after Jesus. Um, and then, you know, that night at my coach's house, all of us football players were there 
and I gave my life to Christ. Uh, as my brother and I were both there, same wow. same time. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's your twin brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <clears throat> and then just grew in my Christian walk from you know t- coaches and teachers that whole yeah. time, and then you know high school came up or graduation came up, and it's crazy. I just had I think I had one prayer request or just one prayer um, as I was graduating. I was working at Six Flags, selling lemonade, nice. you know, overpriced, four dollars, four dollar lemonade, the most overpriced lemonade you'll ever taste. That would be a good deal today, though. Oh yeah, today it's 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 just normal. Oh yeah, you know, back then it was either gas or lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we couldn't do both. Um, <clears throat> it's a long day at work. I'm getting ready. It's like my final couple of weeks. I'm like, God, I don't know what's about to happen next. I'm leaving my little safety bubble of Christianity or family. Um, Man, just 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 hold on to me. That's really just my prayer. Just hold on to me. Give me a group of guys that love you, that, that also want to have fun. I, I'm not I'm not about this boring life. Mm-hmm. Want to have fun, um, but just give me some guys who love you, and let's 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 make much of it. And he's been faithful every step of the way. That was your prayer. That was my prayer in high school. High school, 18 years old. Wow, you cut from a different cloth. <laughs> yeah. Some people some people are going into. I'm not gonna say who, but right, some people right. are praying like. Lord, I'm, I'm gonna get crazy. Just keep me safe. Just keep me safe. No, it was. Just keep me safe. I think the big thing was just, man. I like the, like what I grew out of or grew in. Right. I was around, you know, the music I used to listen to was, you know, I'm from Atlanta, mm-hmm. right, and hip hop capital of the world. And man, if you could, you know, but a lot yeah. of people probably don't know, you yeah. know. And so the music was just trash, right? At least looking back. But but then that was life, mm-hmm. right? And it talked about and by trash you mean not not sonically just right content yeah. just content right you know yeah. and so just like degrading women or just it was just all about self and whatever yeah. you got to do to take out to to get out of whatever you whatever you got to get out of life you got to do it yeah. expensive whatever and so that's where I was headed and then man like these childhood friends I had you know I switched schools and then like two years later I hear about them they're in jail and I'm like what what do you mean he's in jail all four of them are in jail and so that's that's where I was headed and. So I knew, like, okay, this, that's not it. That's not life, right? Um, or at least that's new life I'm in. Because mm-hmm. I knew where I was headed. If I stuck with that, I was going to be where, where my friends were. Now their, their lives are over for the most part, you know? Um, and so, that, yeah, that's why I prayed that. Like, I know what I can do, and I, I can get myself in trouble. Mm-hmm. And so, God, you got to hold on to me because we're about to go. I, I, it's going to be an adventure, but you got to hold on to me. And that's what he's done. Wow. Yeah. Do, do you think some of that followed you... Like that, uh, that kind of focus that mm-hmm. seems like you were focused on wanting yeah. to follow Jesus, right? From a, from a early that's that's early, yeah. I mean, early, yeah. We, we're yeah. involved in youth group, and it's right, right. it's not like that it's for everybody, not like it, no. Nope. And so, nope. do you think that part of that came from the way you were raised, even mm-hmm. though you were raised Catholic, right? Like, is it something your parents instilled in you, or like what was it? It's kind of twofold, right? I had man, my, my parents were really big on just like discipline and mm-hmm. just like you know. Obviously, school and doing really good there, staying focused. Like my dad, for my brother and I, if we scored anything below a B, that was it. He was going to pull us off the team because he saw the potential, right? And he yeah. was like, you guys are about to waste this. Um, so anything less than a B, he was like, nope. So I remember I brought home my first C, progress report. I could never get geometry. I, man, I tried so hard. <laughs> Pythagorean theorem, I, man, that's all I knew. <laughs> Vertical angles are congruent. That's all I knew, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I so, found out Sokotoa was not a Native American <laughs> exactly, chief. No. That was uh, <laughs> that was a cheat code, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Right? Um, so we had the discipline at a young age, right? Uh, but more on my Christian walk, man. It came from like my teachers and my big time, like my coaches. Mm. Right, my brother and I were super close to our high school basketball coach. And he almost treated us like a son. Actually, we, he treated us like a son. Um, and he just showed us, like, what it means to just, like, love your wife. We got to see we got to see him love on his wife and his kids. Um, and, you know, like, the coaches probably played the biggest impact. And then also having some, you know, we all we had a really good, like, friend group and seeing their families. So that's what really, like, changed or molded us. Mm. Um, and then we're like, okay, this is what it means. This is what it looks like, not this. Because I know what the other side looks like, and it's just a lot of hurt. And pain. Yeah. So yeah. Man. Yeah. That makes so much sense though. Mm-hmm. So you saw you saw two different realities two is different what ones. it was. Right. And yep. you knew I don't want this one. Cause I think for a lot of Christian like people in high school, mm-hmm. they gotta their faith has to become their own, right? right. At at some point. Right. But they because 
of being sheltered, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about the kind of the worst case right. scenario of yeah. being sheltered where you're not introduced to anything else in the world. Yeah. There's this curiosity about the world. There's a they don't see the dark side of the things that the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. And and so it looks a little pleasing to them. But man, right. I hear so many stories of kids after um either falling away, yeah, we hear right. those, but yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the kids that do come back after four years of not following Jesus exactly, and like, yeah. man, I'm I'm empty. <clears throat> yeah. I went to college and I'm empty mm-hmm. and I did all these things and I right. I gave myself to all these things. I had fun and right. I feel empty. Yep. I was just talking with somebody about that and yeah. Yeah, so it's interesting that you had that focus as a yeah. as a as a young guy. Yeah. Following Jesus. Yeah. And so you, you kind of leaned on your faith in train mm-hmm. in um your your basic training and all that. Yeah, 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 pretty what much on my whole my whole military time. Yeah. Uh man, made made some great friends. Right? And you talked about just people that come back and say, "Man, I'm empty." Like I I saw it there too, you know. Had had friends who shared even roommates at times who were just like you know, just had questions. Like, "Man, I, I shouldn't have done that." Or that you saw the regret from mm. like the previous night decisions or whatever. Um, and so, you know, <clears throat> didn't have a lot of like, this is, um, this is the way you should walk. This is da, da, da. you know, didn't have a lot of that, but just had the example. And now I'm starting to see how that example paid off. Got some of them reaching back and just being like, yo, man, I got questions. Or another guy wow. just hit me up about a couple of months ago. He goes, Hey man, I, I'm interested about this whole Christianity thing. So that's, that's been kind of cool to see that. And you've been here for a minute, so... Right, yeah. I mean, I haven't talked to some of them in years. Wow. Right? And then just seeing the ramifications two, two and a half years later. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. So how do you do something... We, we, I want to get to a little bit of your career. Right. Um, as it progresses. Mm-hmm. Like, right after training, like, how do you end up becoming a pilot in the mm-hmm. in the Marines? You got to go through flight school. Um, and then you know, if you make it through flight school, uh, there's this progression through there. You get to pick like what you want to do and hopefully fly. And then if you make, if you got the grades, um, um, you'll, and timing, it's all about timing too. If you got the grades and the timing works out, then, uh, you might get what you want, whether you want to go fly jets or whether you want to go fly, you know, cargo planes or helicopters. Or so which helicopter did you fly? No helicopters. I don't trust <laughs> helicopters at all. <laughs> Not this guy. I didn't like helicopters. At What'd you all. fly? What'd you fly? So I uh, started off in uh, what's called a T six Bravo. It's a private. It's a pretty fast convertible, almost, uh, which is what you do in, in trainer trainer world. And then I eventually got attached to a, a jet squadron, where you know flew F 18s and it was really just a, did that. But mostly my ground job was an aviation maintenance officer, so kind of monitoring a lot of. Peers, or not really peers, but like a lot of Marines under me, and just keeping the jets safe. Wow. Yeah. Hey, is the is the energy? Like, I know that movies are movies, but is right. the energy mm-hmm. among pilots? Is it? Um, so you you play football, right? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this isn't a bad thing, but mm-hmm. if if you got a quarterback, you don't want right. you don't want a kind of down and out quarterback. You exactly. want a quarterback that walks with his head right. held high, yeah, 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 yeah. chest up, yeah, yeah. Yep. knows what he's talking about, confidence. Right. Is uh is it is it like that? Like what were they showing uh, Top Gun? Like is it? Yeah, that's exactly it? what it was. Yeah, yeah, you got alpha, it. alpha. Yeah, just just really confident in yourself, you know, and because you're handling you know multi million dollar worth of equipment, and so you got to be confident in your knowledge and your skill set in so many areas, especially when things go array, go bad, you know, and just trying to remember everything. Like yeah, I can do this, I can do this, you know. So yeah, it it it, it exudes that confidence. Well, they build that in you. Mm-hmm. And then when you're like, oh, man, I, dude, I'm doing all this. There's nobody in the back anymore. You know, it's just me. You know, um, that, that's what they really try and push for. But, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much just like Top Gun. Dude, I, I'm, I think I think in some ways that what it seems like they've tapped into mm-hmm. with the, like your basic training and things like mm-hmm. that. They tap into it with sports. Yeah. And I wish everybody got to experience it. Maybe yeah. even wrestling, things like that. Right. But the idea that breaking you down getting yourself to like this place where you feel like you're just a pulp. Right. And then from there building you up. Yep. Is I think that that's kind of what they're tapping into and they yeah. aren't original, right? right. Yeah. God is the one yeah, to do exactly. that, right? Like mm-hmm. Romans 5, that's what he does. We rejoice in his suffering cuz right. suffering's producing some good stuff in exactly. us yep. that you can't see right now. Right. And and I I just I just uh, see this just connection between that. Yeah. The idea that man, there are times when God takes you through things himself. Yeah. And it's not stuff that's pleasant. It's not stuff that feels good in the moment. Right. right. But man, you come out on the other side yeah, yeah. and you're not the same anymore. You're not the same. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. That's what they do. Because um, you're getting this pool of people from different walks, life, beliefs, everything. And you got to get us to work together, believe in each other. Um, and it's like, okay, how do we do this? We got to tear whatever they think, whatever they know, even cats that have gone to like service academies and they're 
parents have been in the military their whole career, they'll still tear you down, you know, because you just, we got to get everybody on the same playing field. Yeah. I mean, some people might have it a little bit of an advantage, um, but like you said, God's the originator, right? And it, that's what he does with us, right? The moment we come to know Jesus, man, we, we see like our sin and we're like, man, I'm not as holy as I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not as perfect as I thought I was, right? And that's what he did with me. You know, I, for growing up Catholic, right, it was all about external things, all the stuff that you did. Man, I went to church. I prayed the rosary however many times this week, got baptized. You know, you're just checking. For me, it was just checking up all these boxes. Uh, but there was no heart change. And then when I, you know, really saw what it was about to follow Jesus and he opened my heart, my eyes to, to see my sin. And it just, it just broke down everything. It's like, man, you're not that good of a person. Um, and this is your issue. This is your issue. This is your issue. You just got all these lies, all this sin, right. That I gotta get, I gotta make you clean. Uh, and when he did that, then he got us all on the same team. Mm. Um, and then now I can start loving you. I can start loving others. Well, we can, we can plant a church together, right? We can do things together in the body of Christ. Mm. We can serve together. We can do, whether it's overseas, locally, but we have so many different experiences of life, right? And I think that's probably the most beautiful thing about this Christian walk, man, just the people, mm. right? The people from all different backgrounds and walks. I tell people a lot of times, man, I think the gospel cancels, not, not, not necessarily cancels culture, but it changes, right? Hold on to your culture. But everything that you thought, you know, I only got to be around these types of people, man, the gospel just changes that. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that in, well, actually, you just said something that I, I just thought about right now. Mm-hmm. Did you say that because of the gospel, um, God allows you to, like, love people that's different from you yeah. and to plant churches together? Because yeah. strangely, I'm a part of a church plant. Right. And you can be a part of the church. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Harbor Town. I'm sorry. He said it, not me. The spirit was moving. You know, the Lord was speaking through you just just there. No, but that that's so true. I I wish that people could so like I imagine that Mm -hmm. with the Marines, right? There's Mm -hmm. a bond. There's a natural bond. Right. You guys been through hell and back. Right. Yeah. With anybody that you see that's in the Marines, probably. And what's crazy about uh, Christianity is all of us have a unique kind of uh, connection to each other. Our right. Savior has been through hell and exactly. back for us. Exactly. Yeah. And so there is no, there can't be any bravado right. about it because right. we all suck. Mm-hmm. But that unites us more than anything else, man. Because right. like you and I are able to connect right, right away because right. we're, we're boys. Because right. Jesus yeah. died for us. Exactly. And I wish that more people that, like I, I'm, not, I'm not into traveling like that, but one mm-hmm. of the benefits I've seen of traveling is when you go around the world, you meet a Christian. Right. Instant connection. Instant. Instant. Yeah. 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 And that was something crazy. Just quick story. Yeah. I went to, I don't know, it's my, I don't know. We'll say, I'm just going to say the word. I went, I went to Moscow 10 years ago, right? Christian trip, four or five of us college students. And we were doing some extreme sports camps there, all believers. And we got paired with like other believers there. What you were just talking about, immediate connection. Um, and I'm like, man, I, I don't look like anybody here, right? I stand out. You can see me from two miles away. You know, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Because um, why? Because why? I, well, you know, it's just because, just you know, the sun, because of the sun. No, I was like, um, but then, man, we had this instant connection where I was just like, 30 days later when we were leaving, you know, I was depressed because I didn't want to leave because, and it wasn't anything fancy. It was just like the connection that we had with them there. And that, that kind of just stirred in my heart coming back home because at the time I was getting ready to graduate college. I had some really close friends. And I don't, we had gone and served in different places of the world. Um, and we came back and we were like, this doesn't make sense. Like, I see you guys every week or I go to this church every week and I don't have any kind of connection. I just see people Sunday to Sunday. Mm. Um, and I was like, that's not it, man. Like, I don't think that's it. Then you know, we got serious about scripture, just seeing like, what, what did Jesus do and his disciples? And then we saw like they met every day for the most part. Um, they did life together. Broke bread together, probably played sports together, did all kinds of, you know, you can do this stuff together. So that, that's what really motivated us to say, man, let's get, let's, let's really do life together. Um, and that, that kind of took, I took ownership of that personally myself and, um, and some of the churches I decided to join. I was like, man, I'm just not going to be a Sunday to Sunday Christian. Mm. Like, like, where is that? Right. Uh, nobody's life is that perfect. Right. Yeah. You know, 
why are you like on Monday or Wednesday after work, after kids, and you're just worn out, right? Yeah. I want to see the real you. I want you to see the real me. Right. Um, and that's the beauty of the gospel, man. That's the beauty of, of this Christian faith and just walking in. You see, like, you know, life, everybody goes through life. Um, how can we do it together? How can I love on you and your family? How can I serve you um, as I walk my faith, your faith? And that just brings us closer together. So spot yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, that's good, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I always trip out when um, people are, uh, when they're talking about just um, not feeling close to the church, not feeling connected. Yeah. And a lot of it I see, man, if you serve, you're going to get connected. Oh, yeah, if you spend sure. time, you're going to get connected. You know, right. And the churches do have to, like the church, if you're mature, if you're a believer, you got a lot going on, you got a family, all those things. Look out for other people. Yeah. Look, look out for other people. Invite them in because it, yeah. it's hard for people. So, if, so if you do recognize, man, I I want to connect with with more believers, then go connect with more believers. But on the other side, people that feel a little distant from the church, yeah. man, if you just stepped in and served somewhere, yeah, you're gonna get connected. Just Easy. spending time together, yeah. and the church isn't a perfect place, but man, God has really blessed the church. He has, yeah, and. Um, as messed up as the church is, it's still, I mean, I, I don't understand. I don't know how I could live without the church in, in, in the sense of like, right. man, all the benefit, I get, the prayer right. that's, that's, that's there, the support mm-hmm. and things like that. And some people never experience that because they never really dive in right. to community, you know, yeah. and community yeah. is great right. on the surface right. until community slaps you in the until, face and confronts <laughs> you for your sin. But exactly. that's, that's part of it though. It's you need of, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of the best uh, things that ever happened to me as a young man was I was newly married, mm-hmm. and um, you and me we kind of got a, a shared experience where right. we're in churches where people just didn't look like me. You yeah. know, it's whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, I'm a yeah. flat. My flesh fights against that. Some right. in, in this situation, I'm going to share. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got we got issues going on. We're arguing about something, and then um, you know, my pastor finds out about it, and so oh, my community group leader, and he mm-hmm. takes me to. Um, Asked me to go get di- go get dinner or lunch or something like that, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know, he knows anything, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm right, like, yeah. what? Yeah, that free dinner? I'm 22. I'm 23. Right. You know, like, let's go. Let's Let go. me go get me this dinner. Yeah. So I I end up going, and we're sitting there. I'm eating, and then I notice that he's not eating that much, and he just like, hey man, I want to talk to you about something. I'm like, right. yeah, what's up? He's like, um, at the time he wasn't married yet, and yeah. and the way he shared this was so epic, bro. He goes, I wanted. I'm not married yet. I'm going to be married. I'm engaged. Yeah. But as somebody who's engaged, I'm looking to you to show me what it looks like to love my wife as Christ loved the church. Yeah. I don't I don't know what that's like. Right. But you're married. And I was younger than him. Right. And he's like, "Show me how." Show me how. And then he went to Genesis and was like, "Satan is crouching at your door. His desire is for you, but you must rule over it." You know, mm-hmm. and then pointing me to scriptures that say yeah. that I'm empowered by the Holy Spirit to rule over my sin. You know, mm-hmm. that you don't have to be angry, you don't have to snap, you don't have to right. do any of that. Right. You can love your wife right. despite how you think she might treat you. Exactly. And and when I look back at the situation, I was wrong. Right. Um. What's funny is I left that and was like. I ain't never going back to that church no more. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. peace. Nobody yeah. going to talk to me like that. Right, right. He don't understand what's going yeah, on in yeah, my yeah. life. And community group was that night. Yeah. And well, uh, same day. Same, same day. Night. Same day. Oh, same day. Man. So I drove home angry. Mm. And then God got a hold of, hold of me and was like, he did the right thing, man. Yeah. That was hard for him to do. Right. He told me years later, that was hard. Yeah. What's crazy is right. the best decision I ever made after my, my community group leader confronted me over my sin, not publicly, right. took me to dinner, yeah. paid for the dinner. If you're going to confront somebody, right, right, right. buy their coffee, right. buy their lunch, exactly. okay? Help yeah, them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And so he paid for all of that. And dude, I'm driving home. I repent to the Lord on my drive back. I repent to my wife. And so I'll, I'm fuming when I leave. Right. By the time I get home, I'm like, okay, I got I to gotta repent. Yeah. I repent. We get in the car. We go to community group that night. Show our face. And um, I didn't want to do that. Right. And, and nobody knew. He greeted me like nothing happened. Yeah. Like I was his boy. Right. Still. Yeah. Didn't treat me any type of way. And that showed me, I think, having that experience early on mm-hmm. in my walk with Jesus and my relationship, my marriage too, mm-hmm. showed me the value of Christian community. It's huge. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Christian community. And, I, and the way he did it. The yeah. way. Right. You know? Buying me the right. cow beef. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't you know? see it coming. I, yeah, yeah, Straight yeah, yeah. blindside. Yeah, he probably he. Yeah, I didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I'm That's glad I ordered the cow beetle. 
I deserve that. You deserve that. I deserve yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> deserved the copy. No, but yeah. I needed that. Right. And young men, yeah. we need that. So true. Because yeah. um, it's, man, it's, we're already puffed up. We're already conceited. Right. And then, especially if you come from like, you know, sports background or military background or whatever background where you just, you've always been the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, everybody looks at you. You're used to being that spotlight. And then to have somebody just be intentional and real with you and be like, no, I, I can see the real you. And the real you, that's not it, right? That's not leading your wife well. That's not serving others well. And that's why, man, community is so important. And like you said, you went to community that night and you were different, right? Yeah. And there's so many times I've not wanted to show up to community group. Maybe day went really bad. Um, you know, maybe I'm just not even feeling the best. Or I'm not really feeling community. And then and I end up going. And by the time I leave, man, I forget everything that happened that day. Right. And I'm able to sleep well at night. Just just there's just something about God, his peace, his presence with his people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that you just can't find that anywhere else. Yeah. You know, I've got some really great friendships for, from military days, from sports days. But there's nothing like that. The relationships I have with people that walk with Jesus. Yeah. So. So true. Amen. Yeah. I, I tell our community group all the time. We, we meet at our house and yeah. um, I tell them all the time. Hey, if you I know that there's there's nights when you're going to be sitting in that right. in that driveway. Right. And you're gonna think we should just peel out. We're not mm. ready for this. Yeah. And I said, when that happens, just come inside. Just come inside. Just come inside. Come eat. Yeah. You can leave if you need to. Mm-hmm. After you eat, but come eat. Right. Yeah. Both of you guys come eat and let's 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 talk with this. And yeah. And even uh yeah, just everybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the church is here for. I think a lot of times what makes it hard is we talk about our sin in past tense. Right. Right. <laughs> just, Right. I used to struggle exactly. with this, right. but I don't know more. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh yeah, but he, and then there's a feeling like, let's not talk about the sin I'm struggling with because everybody struggles with past tense sins. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, that's yeah. where yeah. it gets difficult to yeah. share because you, you feel like you're the only one struggling with sins. Right. Right. And we've yeah. seen it first shot. He says, I'm writing to you when you sin. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, hold on. That's also future. Right. Um, and man, it's, it's just an ever growing race of just, holiness and pruning and and i think that's the thing we our, our yesterday was bad but i'm bad i'm good today right no you're also almost just as jacked up today um and you need that present grace and that future grace mm. and that's what god is and and i think it's obviously so easy for us to forget it i forget it all the time yeah. um and having that community right and having whether it's other men or women being able to 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 do what they did, like call you out on stuff, but at the same time do it in love and grace and just remind you like, oh yeah, before I get puffed up, because I can do it easily, uh, this is who I really am. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, for you, so I, my, my adult life, right. I, I I had different jobs, but mm-hmm. generally speaking, kind of quickly after I got married, God called me to ministry and yeah. I've been I've been in ministry since my first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to ask you just from your experience, you've mm-hmm. been in the military, you've been all over the world, mm-hmm. um, doing high stakes jobs. Mm-hmm. What is it like for you just in the context of your own life, sharing the gospel with people that don't know Jesus mm-hmm. in a, in, in, in the war, in a job where like, right. dude, we don't have time for this right now. Right, right, right. Cause for me, I'm always around believers. Like right. when, when there's unbelievers, the, the time I'm around most unbelievers, as far as like, um, when it comes to. Uh, evangelistic opportunities it'll be, be church right, yeah. but I work for the church and exactly. so unless I'm out with my kids and interacting with different people and, and I just still have friends that aren't believers and things yeah. like that but on a regular day to day basis I hope I'm not hanging around a bunch of unbelievers right, because right, right. our church would be in trouble because exactly. I yeah, hang yeah, out yeah. with the pastors right. you know what I'm saying like I don't, I don't have as yeah, much yeah, opportunity yeah. during right. my work day mm-hmm. so what is it like been, what has it been like for you just talking about your faith because you said that people are calling you years later yeah yeah, yeah. so um, so what is the way that you were a, kind of a presence of of, yeah. of the Lord taking that into the workplace man honestly like I think sometimes we we make it harder than we need than it needs to be right we got to think <clears throat> man I gotta have I gotta say the right things at the right time blah 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 man looking back I don't think I ever said a word not not like sharing like okay I'm never gonna talk about Jesus right um most of the times I think what surprised me was it's, it was always like in the mundane stuff, right? Um, not so much like, of course, we knew we all had a job to do, a mission to do, whatever. We're all on the same team here. But what I found out was like, um, man, God presented just unique opportunities, right? 
um, for example, one one of them was just I was just we were just grabbing dinner and with with me and another friend, and we just start talking about family. And then before you know it, I was just sharing about my family, how I grew up, um, <clears throat> and then where I'm at and what brought me here and the decisions I made. And then I got to share a little bit about you know walking with Jesus or private Christian school, blah blah. And then he was just like, man, how was that like? How was it like? Da, da, da. And then they almost did the the hard part for me. They were the ones asking me the questions, <laughs> yeah. right? And so I'm like, okay, I'm just, I just got to tell them what Jesus did. He just, he put me in this school. I did this. So he, my, my coaches were instrumental. Um, and that just continually happened. Another time um, we were on a hike and, you know, we're actually out here on a hike. It's just me and another buddy of mine. That, and that's all it was. He was just asking questions. We were just talking more. And we've been working together for about six, seven months at this time. And Still didn't know much about him, but then on this, you know, four mile hike, we were just talking about life in general. Um, and and then I think a lot of times was also how how people saw how I reacted to things um, when I should have bought over, should have been upset, should have been frustrated. Right. Maybe I didn't get the position I wanted. Uh, maybe I didn't get, the, you know, the duty station I wanted um, or whatever. Um, most of it was just like, man. I don't know. I just remember how you reacted. That's what two of them things. Like you just seemed different. You didn't. You didn't get upset when everybody else in the room was cursing or throwing. You know, just upset about stuff. You were different, and that's how a lot of stuff just happened. It was not even me. All right, this is Jesus. Da da da. Matthew says this. Mark says this. John three sixteen. It was none of that. Hardly any. It was just conversations, and a lot of times I think it just really came down to like, man, they they can sense your heart. They can sense your intentions. And for me, it's just like, okay, I want to get to know people. I want to get to know this guy and this girl and these people. Um, and then the, easy, the rest was done for me. That was probably the coolest part. Because um, I was also in a similar boat, right? I went to a private Christian school. I was around Christians all the time. Got in college, got involved in campus ministry, was around Christians all the time. Right. Um, and that's when I realized, man, do I even know how to hang out with non-Christians? Like, I don't even know how to talk to them, you know? Um and then that's when I was like, okay, well, I know I'm going in a completely different path now, you know. Um, and, and the Lord just kind of held on to me. And I think the biggest thing was just not not overforcing anything, but just get to know people. Yeah. yeah. And and letting the, uh, it's like, uh, as you're sharing, I'm thinking about that passage where Paul talks about the way uh, we're, we're all an aroma. Right. 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 To, to yeah. some lead from death to death, but to yeah. others, we're the aroma of life, right? Exactly. To those yeah. who are being saved. Yeah. And I think about that, like, man, you're you're just everyday life, living your life, the way you respond, the way you react, mm -hmm. that opens up opportunities for you to present the gospel. People right. ask because you're right. different. Right. And yeah. um, I'm just thinking about the way the gospel spread in the early church and, right. and how yeah. they were weirdos because they would give up their own food right. to feed exactly. someone else or they would right. give up the shirt off their back to make sure their neighbor was clothed, you know, and so it's this life. Right. It's basically living out the implications of the gospel. That's all it is. You know? That is all it is. It's so simple is what I'm starting to see now, man. It's so simple. Just yeah. just live your life day to day. Yeah. Um, but live it as you're pleasing the Lord. Like, okay, God, I'm going to study because I want to please you and do well with this. Um, obviously, uh, everything else, sure. But then people watch. I think that's the biggest thing I tell folks, man. People are watching, especially us believers. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised how effective that is. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not telling you to shy away from never talking to anyone, but the questions are going to come. They're going to come. It's just, are you, will they match up how you're living? You know, cause then they'll also ask you the other questions. Hey man, I thought you were, don't you go to such and such church? Right. Then they see you where you shouldn't be or doing yeah. things that you shouldn't be doing. Then that kills it. Right. Um, so they're watching both sides. So, yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll, so you got, you're in the military, mm -hmm. Ever since I met you, man, like I didn't even know you flew planes or anything like that. Yeah. You, you just would never tell me tell me anything mm -hmm. until I think I pressed you on it. Yeah. What did you do? <laughs> right, yeah, You're yeah. like, I flew these guys. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, how did you just being, just accomplishing the things you've accomplished, yeah. right? Um, accomplishing the things you've accomplished, going through the things you've gone through. Mm -hmm. uh, intelligent guy. Stay so humble, man. <laughs> Um, God yeah, knew that yeah. he couldn't make me a pilot, bro. Yeah, I'd be right. like, you you know I'm a pilot, bro. I'd walk. <laughs> right. I would tell yeah. my name is Christian. I'm a pastor at Harbor Church. I've been a pilot. I'm a pilot right, as well. Right, right, uh, right. You know, yeah. I've accomplished a lot of things in life. But yeah. Uh, yeah. But for you, what is it? Man, this is going to sound crazy. So I think a lot of it comes from my mom. Um, uh, she was, you know, when she died when I was really young. But she, I, I guess we took a lot of her personality and charisma. And she was just, from what my 
uh, uncles tell me, uh, or some of her brothers, or just people that knew her well, she was very like, just really humble and sweet. So I think part of it is that, but I think it's going to be crazy. I think the, the biggest learning lesson for me was sports, right? Uh, my brother and I are super competitive with each other. And so one's always going to one up the other. Um, and I was starting point guard for our basketball team. You know, that's a big deal. You're the, you're the, you're the go man. Um, and then, you know, I could score. I was some, there were some games I was putting up 15 points, 25 points. I think I had a really high scoring game one time and man, I was so happy. I scored like 25 points, right? Um, a couple of steals, a few rebounds, zero assists, right? Um, and I'm celebrating Kyrie, young Kyrie Irving, so I'm celebrating, I'm having a good time, but then I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking at my teammates, yo, look at what I did. Nobody was happy. Oh, and I was like, man, that's so, so, so strange. No one's happy, but we won by like 20 points. Look at, you know, we, we won, but no, none of my teammates were happy. Um, and that, I don't know, man, this is, sounds crazy, but that just hit me really hard. And I was in seventh grade. It just hit me really hard. And I was like, man, no one else on this team is happy but me. Um, and then from that day on, I said, you know what? I just care about you guys being happy. I care about my brother being happy. I care about, you know, I'll still take you to school, you know, but I want to see you That's guys just as happy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know, I ain't going to give it to you that easy. But I want to see you guys happy. So I flipped a switch and I said, man, if I score two points, who cares? I'd rather have two points and 10 assists, but we get to celebrate. And I think that brought, and then every year after that, that brought so much joy to me, right? Just being, being able to facilitate and see other people happy. And I think that, I didn't realize I learned that at the time. And then I just, I think that carried on with me in life where um, I know I can do all these awesome things, but how can I, how can I bring other people with me? How can I share this with other people? Um, so that it's, it's not about me. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Like I still, I'm not perfect. I still struggle with like, man, look at what I can do, blah, blah. But I don't know. The Lord just really, he showed me that at a very early young age, like, man, it's about everybody else. And how can you impact them and how can you love on them and, and make their lives just as exciting as yours. And he just showed me that. And so I guess I just do less bragging um, because I know where it's going to take me. It's not because I'm some awesome person. I just know where it's going to take me in my head and how it's just going to really puff me up. Um, just like I was scoring 25 points, you know, way, you know, a long time ago, that just really will puff me up. And I said, all right, man, I just, I just can't be that guy. And so now I just take my time with it, you know, and, and, and until you get to really know me, well, I love to share like other stuff, but, but then, you know, my heart, mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, this is what he's about. He's not, it's not a humble brag. It's just, that's just who he is. Yeah. And I think that's where it stems yeah. from. Yeah. Cause you're never like not confident or anything right. like that, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that, that's false humility. Exactly. You know, that, that's not yeah. what you want. Right. But I never get that feeling from you. And yeah. so that's been, it's been cool. Just being your friend, man. Like yeah, I, know. You know, you just friend. find out yeah. like, man, Dan's done a lot. I think I found out at my house. Right, right. <laughs> I think you came over for Christmas yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. when you were talking to yeah. somebody else. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what did you do? And I'm, yeah, yeah. I was like, he did what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I didn't yeah. know he did that. So mm -hmm. just hearing that, I think about what Paul tells the uh, Philippians, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's Philippians. And he tells them, have this mind, which is yours in Christ Jesus, right? Who, though being in the form of God, did not yeah. count equality with God, a thing exactly. to be grasped, right. uh, a thing to be held on to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But he empties himself by taking the form of a servant. I think about that, like, right. man, that's a, a, God taught you that lesson yeah. early, early of yeah. uh, yeah. self-forgetfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Like humility isn't C.S. Lewis, right? It isn't thinking of yourself. It isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, man... It, I didn't, I didn't learn that lesson until right. way later, man. Right, right. You, you learned that early and then yeah. we're able to kind of, it seems like God, going back, it just seems like God's working in your life at a young age. Right. And so when you get saved, you're already off and running. Like yeah. you ain't, you ain't trying to dip your toe. You ain't exactly. trying to play with the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing to speak about when it comes to that though, mm -hmm. is uh, more than a lot of people I know. Uh, I, I know two people like this, uh, one, my wife, and then mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. Where music is a really big deal, yeah. um, the things you listen to, the things you consume, right. um, matters a lot. Like yeah. you, you, um, you, you really. Got, even my wife, she's she was always like that. Where no, I, I want to meditate. I want to think about things that are above. Yeah. I don't even want to dabble in things that yeah. aren't like explicitly giving glory to God. So, right. for you, what, why is that important? Man, um, <clears throat> like I said, right, growing up in Atlanta, underground Atlanta was what it was called way back. Um, the music, right? Hip hop capital of the world. Um, 
Like you don't realize how this, how much of an impact it's playing on you until you start like talking with people or people might ask you, Hey man, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or, or, or even like what you look for in a girl as far as like maybe somebody that you might want to spend, you know, forever with or whatever, just potential. Um, and then you realize how, how just surface level all that was. And that's what, you know, for me, I was just hearing, you know, all the music I was listening to. Um, and if you guys could meet my brother and I, uh, you won't even believe it. Like we had mixtapes, mix CDs, right? We'll, we'll, we'll spin it and burn it for you. Whatever, you, whatever requests you got, right? Write them down. We'll take it to the, we'll take it back home and we'll, we'll play it. We'll, we'll put together a CD for you. By the way, I wanted an Eminem CD from my friend back in the day and right. he gave me a CD full of Obi Trice. <laughs> You did I was your like, dirty, bro. Man. I wanted, I wanted Eminem. I, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wanted Eminem. It was like a dollar, to, to a dollar. Yeah, to yeah. <laughs> I listened right. to the CD at home. You know, you got right. Oh, this no, ain't Eminem. This, this is oh. not it. All yeah. right, so so you grew up there. That's yeah, the context. That context, and and that was that was not just at home. Like what I was, because we we you know our parents were not about it. Let's listening, so we'll do it in secret, right? And but then you go to school. Um, all, everybody's the exact same, right? Um, and then. That, that just, again, I didn't realize it at the time, but I just knew like all the things I just wanted were just, it just wasn't good, right? Um, the girl's got to be like this or, or she's got to think like this or look like this and she's got to wear this and it's just all external stuff. Um, and then I quickly tied it back to like, or and then when I got saved, my brother and I did something crazy. We went back home, right, that night and we, like, these are, I mean, this was a hundred, probably about 50 or more CDs, right? We took them all and just broke them all. Oh. Like we were hurting, we were breaking them, you know. But yeah. at the same time, we're like, these got to go, and so we broke them all, threw them all away, um, and then for me, like I made a, I made a like complete turnaround from hip hop. I didn't listen to any Christian like. Well, because uh, not to hate, exactly, but that was around the time right. when Christian hip hop right, right. wasn't right. Exactly, it was what it yeah, is. Yeah. It was not what it was now. <laughs> it was just, uh, but even just hip hop in general, like right. I, I had to make that clean break because I was like, man, there's. Like I, I remember what that was like for me, mm. right? Um, and it it wasn't just hip hop. Is I mean, any whatever you want to interject in there, but that's what I was growing up in. Um, I was like, man, I just remember what that was like, and that wasn't that was not good music. So anytime like a beat would drop, despite what the song was, it just reminded me of those days, right? Mm. And I was like, I can't put myself in that situation. I can't listen to that. And then it wasn't until years later um, I started making more friends, other believers who actually also started looking like me a little bit, you know, a little shade to them. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. And then they introduced me to some Christian hip hop. And I was like, what? No, no, no. And then part of it, I'm not going to lie, was pretty lame. Some of it was. Yes. Uh, but Absol then, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was whack. Um, but then it got better. And then I started listening to some guys like like Triple E or KB or, or Lecrae. Um and they started also hearing like, okay, they, they've got they've got some talent, right? The, the beats are good, but then it was the lyrics, the content, mm -hmm. what they were talking about. It was it was relevant. It was speaking to to what I grew up out of, right? And they weren't afraid to address it. They didn't paint a pretty picture of like life was just so perfect growing up, and I just magically woke up one day decided to follow Jesus, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They painted a true picture of the struggles in life, where which I would say most people encounter. Right. Um, and then they they also painted the hope or the, the true you know picture afterwards. Like, man, then I met Jesus and then this changed. But guess what? Now I'm not rapping for things of this world anymore. Now I'm rapping for Christ um, and then got to listen to their content. And I'm like, man, this is really edifying. This is really good. Now I can put people in the car with me and they can listen to this and be like, whoa. And that's actually happened a few times where they're like, man, this guy, he didn't say a single curse word. I was like, yeah, he didn't. And they're like, yeah, what's he talking about? And then we just got to talk about that. And so all that to say, man, what you put in your head does matter, right? Mm. It does. It starts in your head and it goes down to your heart. And then out of the heart, right, Jesus talks about it, the mouth speaks. Yeah. Um, but it's just that cycle and you just got to be careful. You know, I'm not telling you to listen, not listen to stuff, but you got to at least be aware. Like, how is it affecting me? Is this ultimately going to be glorifying mm -hmm. in the end? Um, and just ask those questions. And, and be honest, right? Like yeah. one of the things for me that I think early on, I, I just wasn't an honest right. Christian about mm -hmm. where my mind goes. Yeah. Like when I when I listen to certain songs, I yeah. feel I feel a type of way. Exactly. You know, I feel a type of way. I joke with my wife, 
we'd be listening to Drake, and all of a sudden, I feel like I, I broke right, up right, with the stripper right, I never right. met. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, I never, yeah, I never went through any of that. Exactly, you know, right, like, right. and Christians, especially the young Christians, you know, yeah, you yeah. guys got to be honest about where this music is taking your mind. Right. And it's okay if it's if it's not. Hey, more power right. to you. You're right. stronger in yeah. this area. Right. But if it is, and it's very likely that it is, dude, yeah. be careful. Be you know, careful. like, be careful. Right. And it's okay. And and right. I, I feel like that's always been kind of your yeah. um, attitude towards it is yeah. you've never been, I do it like this and you have to do it like this, right. but you have been, yeah. hey, warning the, the people we interact with, like, yo, yeah. watch where your mind goes when you're right. listening to music. And it doesn't right. have to be hip hop or rap, but it's, right. it's, it's, it's any form Anything. of music, yeah. right? Yeah. Especially to, in, in today's world. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, um, they're, they're, I mean, praise God that the quality is where it's yeah, at today. Right, Praise yeah. the Lord. A lot better. Yeah. Well, Thank you guys. Yeah, thank and, and to you. all the forerunners that came before, we appreciate you, we appreciate you guys yeah. for yeah. throwing it up so that other right. believers afterwards right, can, right. can, can <laughs> slam it home. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. definitely thankful for, I remember when I went to my very first one, one six uh, concert in Atlanta, man, it was, it was epic. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is, this is it, you know? Um, but, it was crazy, man. It it was yeah, it was a hip hop concert or whatnot. But then it turned into a worship concert at the end. Like we're singing Chris Tomlin songs, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, what is happening here? This is off the chain. Yeah. And it just turned into like an hour of praise. Yeah. And then we walked out of there, uh, and like the people that were doing security, all majority non-believers, they were just like, what just happened in there? What's going on? What do you get? And people were asking those questions. Yeah. And so it was so cool, man. And so just seeing how. I think it's so, we got to be so careful because we want to define how everyone should walk. Right. But last time I checked, man, God created so, I don't know, how many billion people we got on this planet? Everyone is so different and their story is so unique. Yeah. Um, and God ultimately, ultimately does come through Jesus Christ alone, but he uses all kinds of avenues to, to bring people to him. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I was like, okay, I, there is no one solid, strict line, right? Um, and so just like wanting, hey, caution, caution, caution. But you can, you know, if you're strong, you can do, you know, I, I would just caution you. Um, but just knowing that like, man, God can use anything. Yeah. And he can save him from out of anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I, tr I, I, I remember thinking I went with my wife to a church one time. Right. And I was like, what's the layout of this church? I'm not used to this. Um, you know, I've been at Harbor since I've been an adult. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And so I was like, what's the, what's the service like? And she was like, it's an hour of worship. And I'm like, no, <laughs> right. no, yeah, yeah, no. Like, right. it, I, I don't know if people out there have the idea, mm -hmm. but I had the idea mm -hmm. um, that, you know, like when you get to heaven, it's going to be a worship service. And yeah, yeah. It's going to be so it's, terrible. I hope yeah, not. Yeah. But dude, until you come up to some people that got chops and they're really engaged right. and hour long worship flies by like it's a minute. Right. Yeah. And it is amazing. Because when I, yeah. when I first experienced that. I was like, wait, we only did three songs. And she, she was like, yeah, it was an hour long. And I was like, that was an hour? Right. But it was amazing. You know, yeah. like when you're really worshiping God and when you're really like in in kind of that fellowship that you feel with with a bunch of people who are glorifying God. Right. Or like, you know, that yeah. that's something that's unmatched. Yeah, unmatched. Unmatched. You can't, you can't yeah. explain it. And you just realize, man, you lose track of everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, speaking of... Uh, Speaking of worship and stuff like that, what yeah. what has it been like for you? Because um, just adjusting to Hawaii and yeah. the culture out here and, and the way things are, yeah, it's different yeah. from Atlanta, man. It, it, it's different, but man, the crazy thing is, it's how I grew up. Um, like, you know, all the beaches, whether it's Ala Moana, wherever you may go, right? And you got all the families, like families gathering gathering together and hanging out all day long at the beach, putting up their canopies or tents or whatever it might be, right? You know, grilling out. Or I guess some places they say barbecuing, right? Um, that's what we did growing up, right? Do you we think did. Hawaii barbecue is barbecue? Man, I've had some good barbecue. Oh, you better stop that. I've, I've had some good barbecue. It is barbecue. It is barbecue. It is barbecue. But it's not yeah. good barbecue, you say? No, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good. It's probably... It, I'll put it up there in the top five. For real? Wait, wait, yeah, wait there's there not the many five, places you know? that <laughs> There's not many top five. Put it up there in the top five, you know? Uh, man, Memphis was amazing. Okay, Memphis. Memphis, Memphis was incredible. I was like, there's only like five yeah, yeah, places that yeah, make barbecue, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't. Top five is top horrible. Five. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just, I know. I, that, that's last place. This might be last. Might <laughs> be number five. It's good. Your top five in the world, like yeah, only yeah. America barbecues, bro. You're right. You're right. It's good though. Uh, 
but the culture man is the same vibe mm. as that I grew up in and so it reminded me a lot of that right um, at least from a lot of the locals locals right that's what i was like man this this place is this is how i grew up getting the whole family extended family and we just go to a park and just we're there from like i don't know in the morning till sunset till after dark um so a lot of that was just stuff i hadn't seen in so long right um and then i think the biggest adjustment was just it took a little bit of adjustment just getting out of the the military frame right i think i was still uptight sometimes i was like man just just relax so i think this place helped that a lot more just mm. to just to relax a little bit not everything has to be so structured so answered so timely um because that's just all i was used to um i didn't grow up around the water right um i actually didn't learn how to swim until i got in the military but you're part of the navy though Oh man, I, I'm telling you, I couldn't. That's swim. what that's what one I, guy, that's I, what one Navy guy told me. He said <laughs> right. the Marines are part of the Navy. Well, I don't know this. No, 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 I don't no, know no. this, Dad. We, on paper, we are. I don't know this. We are, okay. Well, uh, we are under the Navy, but <laughs> okay. those are our cousins. Okay, We're okay. Cousins. Cousins. We'll stop there. No, <laughs> the first cousins, yeah, yeah, the second cousins, cousin, distant cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them are cool. Yeah, well, some of them are invited to cook out. Yeah. Not all of them. Um, but. Yeah, so I didn't grow up around the water, and then I, you know, I met some friends here, and they kind of introduced me to like whether it's surfing or you know, I, I love to hike and stuff. So just the mountains here were just super cool, and just I'm not gonna lie, man, they kind of sketch some of them, you know, some of those hikes. Um, but the biggest thing was just like the family environment, like, like let's do things together outside. Um, that's what reminded me a lot of what it was like for me growing up until probably like until maybe end of middle school into high school when mm-hmm. everybody becomes independent. You know, no, I don't want to do stuff. Um, but seeing that, I was like, man, this this is what this is what I probably have been looking for because I've lived in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I've lived in a lot of places, but um, as awesome as some of those places were, um, this probably had the most welcoming. It reminds me a lot of the South too, mm-hmm. really welcoming, but not. Hey, I'm gonna still keep my own privacy, right? Like, yeah, you can come hang out with me at the restaurant, you know, but at home, not so much. Um, but my childhood, that's what reminded me a lot. Out here, reminds me a lot of my childhood, and that's what really grew me. Or really gravitated me to, to like thinking about, man, what about long term? Because um, that's not something I was thinking I was going to do when I came out here, right? I was just going to do my flying thing and then bounce back home or somewhere else. Um, and I was like, man, I, I'm, it's already been two, two and a half years and I, I don't miss anything. You know, I went home to see some family, but that was it. But I was like, I just really feel like time is just moving so fast. Mm. Um, so it was that piece. And then it was also just being able to, for the first time in over seven years, man, I, I can choose to stay. I can choose to be planted somewhere. Um, and so that was really appealing to me too. And then I started being connected at Harvard Church and I started serving and meeting families and people and getting community. And I was like, man, I, I don't want to leave this, right? I want to grow with this. I want to see what the Lord does with this, where he takes it. Um, and that was a prayer I started praying like, okay, God, I, I, you're doing some, I can see you're about to do some awesome things through Harvard. I kind of want to be a part of it. I want to see what, what, what just happens with all this. So that was another uh, selling point for me to, to to you know thinking about staying long term. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I never heard that. I, I never yeah. knew that. I never yeah. knew that. Um, yeah, I think I just never thought about it. But yeah, a lot of people. It's so crazy because we get close to people out here, you know, and right. yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of them leave. Well, we got families leaving mm-hmm. um, here in the next month. Right. Kind of August is the month of goodbyes for yeah. our church, yeah. but. I understand God is sovereign. Mm-hmm. You know, God moves. Uh, if God is able to move and sway kings' hearts, then right. he can move military families True. when they need. And we right. always remind our kids, like, when you move to a new place, your parents might be moving for a job, whatever, but ultimately God is moving you and yeah. he has a He has a community for you. He has a plan right. for you. Yeah. But it's hard to say goodbye, especially That's when people hard. come in and they yeah. and they, uh, they they serve so well and things like that. Yeah. But it's also cool, man, to see someone stay. Yeah, I have not seen that right. very often, and yeah. so to see you kind of uh, kind of stay here and roll with us and mm. roll with the church, I'm excited to see what God does through you. Yeah. I'm excited to see how God uses it, you know. And um, every he's got he has a plan for everybody, and um, man, I'm, I'm thankful that a part of the plan was for you sticking around longer. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm excited. I really am excited to see what happens. So what yeah. what are you uh, what are you up to now? Yeah, up to now just. Um, <clears throat> Getting ready to just it's called building hours, building phase. So trying to build as many hours, flight time as I can. Uh, goal is to get with Hawaiian at some point. Hopefully by twenty end of twenty twenty four. Come on, Hawaiian! Goal. I know, right? I'm coming. I'm coming. Let's go. You know, so I mean, he already I, flew jets. Yeah, yeah, Come we're on, ready. You man. know, so that's that's the plan. That's the goal. So um, 
just doing some, I'm going to be doing some um, aerial survey work and then also some teaching on the side. Wow. I, you know, just sharing that passion with other people. I've got, I just met some friends who were like, hey, I'm about to get out the military, man. Like, can I, can I be one of your first students? And I was like, all right, I've already got, you know, go, it seems like God's just already got this thing figured out, which he does, right? Um, and he's already almost, he's already given me about three or four people who are interested as soon as I get this rating. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to sharing that passion. Um, and then also planting at some point, right? I want to, I want to plant. And so, um, I want, I want my family to come out here and check it out and experience it as well too. You know, my brother's come once, I think he's coming again in a couple of months. Uh, so just kind of really excited, looking forward for the different opportunities and just fun that the Lord's going to provide. Um, and then also serving, you know, with the different, just, just, I guess, you know, where I'm living, Kaka'ako area and just, man, it's been so cool getting to meet people locally there. Mm. Right. You know, I play basketball every week with some local park guys there. Right. Hold uh, up. hundred percent. Yeah. We got to talk about this before we go. Let's do it. How hard is it to ball in Hawaii, man? Because you know, our court, you know, right, you know, right, you know, right. we're basketball players out here. Yeah. What was it like for you coming out and play pickup ball in Hawaii? All right, I'm going to be real, real here. Be real, right. be real. And um, I'm sorry that it's hard for you to get on the courts out here. <laughs> so I move out here. Uh, and, you know, I'm driving. First of all, I'm surprised by how many courts I'm seeing out here. I'm like, man, it's a whole bunch of basketball courts out here. That's crazy. I was not expecting that. And then I'm driving by a lot of these different courts from all the way from Waikiki to Kaka'ako, all around the place, right? And I'm just watching some of the talent, and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. Because right? it's too good. You scared? No chance. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. Um, I just was like, man, it doesn't look that good. I was from a distance, right? So finally about, I know, man. I know, I know. But just keeping it 100. Right. You know, keep it ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So nine months go by, right? September, before before you step on a court. Before I step on a single okay. court, and I'm chilling, hanging in September. When when I was like, man, let me just go give it a shot, <laughs> right? So in Waikiki, I go to Pocky Park, right? Uh, Pocky courts out there. Man, I was blown away. I get out there, I start playing. Now you know, you know how it is, right? You come around five thirty, six o'clock. Nobody's there, right? It's just the uh, garbage talent. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's when I played Dan. <laughs> That's when I played, Dan. But then you transition. You transition. Then you started playing at like 8 o'clock. You know, 7 30, 8 o'clock. That's when the Sometimes. Ball was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I was just like, oh, hold on, wait, wait a minute. There's, there's some guys that can play here, both local and, you know, some, some transplants, but a lot of local guys too. I was like, man, they really do like it out here. So it was there. I played there a bunch and uh, went to go play at uh, Aloi a few times. You know, started playing with the guys from Harvard there too. And then eventually bounced over to Kakaako. And then word started getting out, started meeting other, you know, more people. Uh, they're like, oh, you got to come play Halava. You got to come play Emma. You got to come play Kaneohe. So before you know it, man, my nights, I'm like, I can't I can't make all these courts and all these runs. But then it was just a lot of fun. And they got a passion for it out here. And I love it. And then I was like, man, they can hoop here too, you know? Um, and, you know, it's just crazy. It's just like, how often do I judge things from a distance? How often do I judge people from a distance without even actually getting in there and doing life with them? Uh, and that's something that the Lord was just like, yeah, just go have fun with them. You Look just at never that. Know. The Lord is teaching you stuff that, through man. that. Still teaching. You see me. that? He's a better Insane. man than me, bro. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I'll tell yeah. you what, uh, I went to the main, I went to Indiana. <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, I'm a 5'9 center, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I rebound, I box out, right. and I score on the inside. <laughs> and so I get to Indiana, and I'm trying yeah. to play with my college teammates. Yeah. And um, so, you know, they're DBs. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a small, undersized right. linebacker, you right. know, yeah. barely, barely yeah. a linebacker. Um, my coach uh, told me that I play football like a wandering Eskimo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Lead, bro. Yeah. I don't know, but it's offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Hugh Freeze, if you don't know, Hugh Freeze oh, told me that. Hugh Freeze told me I play like a wandering Eskimo. Wow. Anyways, um, thank you, Coach. Yeah. Um, so what ended up happening is uh, I step on the court and I'm going to play. And I, 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 I just, bro, I don't know. You know, like you're yeah, an right. athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played in Hawaii. Right. I always play power yeah. forward or right. center in Hawaii. <laughs> right, right. I'm not a DB. No. I'm not quick. So I step right. on the court. Bro, my teammates just like, what, what, what you, you going to dribble? You going to pass? Yeah, you going to shoot? Yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I rebound. I, I, play, I play center. Like. Nah, you ain't no, playing. No, no, no. Yeah. Bro, they took me, they like literally like, I'm like, you're not even a starter. He's like, I don't care, bro. You cannot ball and you can't play center at 5'9". He just moved me out <laughs> of the way. Yeah, tossed me out. Whoa. Bro, I was just sad. I was like, oh, man. Then I yeah. try to go in and I realized like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. even the guy that's like 
the nerding class was right. balling. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. Tyree is balling out there. <laughs> right, what in right. the world? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's real. It's real. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't play here. No. I cannot play here. Your boys are tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was yeah. funny. But yeah. man, that's that's. It's funny. I always ask people to come from the mainland. Just because right. it's different, it's you know. Different. Yeah, it's different. You guys yeah. play at a different level. But yeah. Hawaii, uh, Hawaii's getting better. They are. They're getting better. They, and there yeah. are some guys. There's some, some good, good people. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I think that we don't have the height or the speed right. and, and yeah. things like that that yeah, you guys yeah. have out yeah. just out in the mainland. You guys are playing right. against faster, bigger, exactly, bigger yeah. people out there. You know, because I don't know how you would feel coming into Peyton if I was in there. No problem. <laughs> if I was, like if I was playing pickup, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if I was playing pickup and you yeah. saw me on the court and yeah, yeah. you saw me as the center, yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah. like, "We getting buckets all day." <laughs> right? This, this is what we want. This Kyrie. This is what. This, this is young Kyrie all over again, all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but man, it's been awesome. I'm not gonna lie; it has been awesome. And I bet so many people yeah. do it. Uh, dude, Hawaii people are great, though. They're man. awesome, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. it is great. I yeah. mean, I love like for me being like all the places I've been to. Right. One of the things I love about Hawaii is. Man, I just wanted to raise my kids here. Yeah. Just the culture. They can get out later if they right, want, right, if they right. have to, if they right. need to, if they got career path that's different. Mm-hmm. But man, just to have Hawaii as home has been a blessing to me. For sure. Yeah. You know, and and it's, it's it feels it's, like it's your home too. To I me. Know, I'm man. like, bro, you know, it's crazy. I get here. questions like, you from? Like, no, I'm not even close from here, you know? <laughs> and then uh, but it, it I think it's just I actually had a couple of friends just visit and they were like, Do you feel like you're part of the culture or part of the people? And I was like, Man, you know, this might sound crazy, but I think so. I told them I, I think I've been accepted. You know, and I and they were like, "What makes you feel that?" I was just like, "Man, I, dude, I, I can just go, I can go to your house and yeah. just feel like a family." You guys, yeah. you guys have brought me in multiple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yo, for sure. For Thanksgiving, sure. Christmas, yeah. New Year's, come here. What are you doing? Uh, it was actually funny. Your dad was, I, um, so you guys just had a recent marriage in the family. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and the dad, I saw him at church one Sunday, and he goes, "Where were you this weekend? Why aren't you? Why aren't you at the wedding?" I was like, "Oh." I just had no good excuse. I mean, I didn't know for sure, yeah. but I just, I just, that, that just spoke a lot to me when he, when I was just like, do they, they want me to be a part of it. Yeah. You family. didn't get an invite, but I didn't get an invite. I just right. showed up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's so like, my dad no, was like, nobody gets time, an invite. Just show come. up, you yeah. know? And I was like, man, that's what it is. Cause that's how it is in my house. Mm-hmm, that's how mm-hmm. it is in my family. That's what I remember growing up. Like, mm-hmm. like it, like we're not putting up these barriers. Yep. Like just come be a part of the family. Um, we want to get to know you, and I think that's what—that's probably been the biggest selling point for me, to yeah. choosing to stay out here. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? Thinking of that's just a culture at large. The church needs to remember that. Like, I 100%. think yeah. the church needs to remember we should be the most welcoming place, right? Yeah. We should be. We should. The world shouldn't do family better than us. Yeah, exactly. The culture shouldn't be fa- do family better than us. Right. We yeah. are like we are part of the family of all families, right? right? The family yeah. of God, and so, yeah. man, I'm really blessed by that. I'm really encouraged and, and blessed that. That's one of the big takeaways for your yeah, time here in yeah, Hawaii, man. Yeah, yeah, it's I love huge, it. man. I love it, and ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, we got to jump on again, then. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, bro. This All is man. awesome. Appreciate Thanks. you.